Hi, and welcome to the Miracles Podcast with me, your host, LaTanya Miori. This podcast is here to help you on your experience called life by providing uplifting and inspiring episodes. It is my hope that this podcast will be a safe space for you on your journey to healing. So stay tuned for this week's episode. patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Hi, Miracles, and welcome to this week's episode of the Miracles Podcast with me, your host, LaTanya Miori. I hope you're enjoying life. As always, life is a journey, and no matter what state you in you have hope right you are here you're living and breathing so that means you have purpose right <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in and i just want to know are these episodes blessing you if so reach out to me on instagram at latanya miori so let's get into this week's episode first i want to say the scriptures that I read in the intro are from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. I just love those scriptures because it explains how much God loves us. It literally describes his love for us, right? Oh, man. I really wanted to read that because the topic that I am um, just informing everyone on today is concerning trauma bonding. And it is, it is really very um, toxic and it can be a heavy uh, topic to endure. So if you are not able to handle this topic, you might want to come back on a later date because it is going to talk about things that may trigger some people. But on the other hand, I also feel the need to share it because it is a very important topic and I feel like people need to understand what trauma bonding is. I recently learned about it um, not too long ago, you know, so I want to make sure I inform people my whole purpose is to help you on your journey to healing and informing you on the tough topics is a part of that right? So let's get into it. And I'm not just going to talk about what it is. I'm going to give you helpful tips to break free from these toxic relationships. And it's not just like um, relational, uh, spousal, or, you know, man to woman uh, relationships. It can be um, any type of relationship, friendships, leaders, any emotional attachment that is toxic, right? So 
just remember that, all right? And I know it can be hard leaving abusive relationships. Usually it isn't as simple as walking out the door. So along with concerns about finding a place to live and supporting yourself or even being prevented from seeing your children or loved ones, this can be a heavy topic because you can feel tied to this person or unable to break away. I have been their friend. I have been there. It is a horrible place to be in. And I want to help people to break free from that. That is why I'm so passionate about informing others because I literally had to come up with a plan of escape. And thank God I got away, you know, without any harm. So there is hope. There's hope for anyone's situation. And I want to be a beacon of light to you to help you on your journey. There is hope. There's hope in the scriptures. There's hope in in the Lord. There's hope in the body of Christ. And believe it or not, there's hope in you. So I want you to reach in, reach on the inside and grab a hold of that hope. Hope in the Lord, right? You have everything on the inside of you even now to break free. This emotional attachment known as a trauma bond develops out of a repeated cycle of abuse, devaluation, and positive reinforcement. The trauma of abuse might create powerful feelings you struggle to make sense of, especially when abuse alternates with kindness and intimacy. It's only natural to develop a bond with someone who treats you with kindness. Many abusive relationships begin with a shower of affection and assurances of love. When the abuse begins, it may take you by surprise. Afterward, your partner might apologize and swear to change or insist, I was just upset. These attempts to manipulate often succeed since you remember the early days of the relationship and believe they can be that person again. Trauma bonding can also happen between a child and an abusive caregiver, um, a hostage or kidnapping situation, the leader and members of an occult. Trauma bonds can also look different depending on the type of relationship, but they tend to have two main characteristics. First, they depend on intermittent reinforcement. In other words, a cycle of abuse. It's generally easier to leave a situation that's entirely bad, but one where the abusive person never offers any kindness or concern of well-being. If you don't believe someone will ever change, you probably won't stick around, right? But in abusive relationships, your partner occasionally does treat you well. That's the tricky part. They might bring you gifts, call you their soulmate, take you out, or urge you to relax. These gestures can be so confusing and disarming, especially if thought of as signs of permanent change. Eventually, love begins to overshadow the fear of further abuse. As you slowly regain a sense of trust, you might 
ignore or suppress memories of their past behavior until the cycle begins again. These bonds also rest on an underlying imbalance of power. In this dynamic, you might feel as if they control you to the point where you no longer know how to resist or break free. Even if you manage to leave the relationship, you might have a hard time breaking that bond without professional help. You might feel incomplete or lost without them eventually returning simply because the abusive cycle is familiar and uncomfortable. Um, You don't know how to live without them. You become comfortable. Here's a look at some other characteristics of trauma bonds. You feel unhappy and may not even like your partner any longer, but you still feel unable to end things. When you do try to leave, you feel physically and emotionally distressed. When you say you want to leave, they promise to change, but make no effort to actually do so. You fixate on the good days, using them as proof, but they truly don't care. You make excuses and defend their behavior when others express concern. You continue to trust them and hope to change them. You protect them by keeping abusive behaviors secret. Trauma bonds can linger even when the abuse happened long ago. You might struggle to stop thinking about someone who hurt you and feel the urge to even reach out or try again. Here's a test that might help, though it's not all conclusive. Ask yourself whether you'd encourage a loved one to leave a similar relationship and answer honestly. If you answer yes, but still feel powerless to leave this relationship, that's a good indicator of trauma bonding. People who have experienced abuse often struggle to understand why people remain in abusive relationships. They might believe you're perfectly capable of leaving. But in reality, though, the trauma bonds make this extremely difficult. People don't actually choose abuse. They also can't help the development of trauma bonds, which are driven by some pretty strong biological processes. Perhaps you're familiar with the fight or flight response. Your body's automatic response to any perceived threat. Maybe you're even aware people respond to threats in four different ways. Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. When you face abuse or fear, the responsibility of future abuse, your brain recognizes the impending distress and sends a warning to the rest of your body. Adrenaline or cortisol, the stress hormones, flood in, jump-starting your survival instinct and triggering emotional and physical tension. When thoughts of the abuse become too painful or difficult to bear, you choose to focus on the positive parts of your relationship and ignore or block the rest. You might make excuses for them and even justify their behavior to rationalize your need to stay. Each repetition of the cycle can reinforce this sense of powerlessness, the seeming certainty that you'll never be able to escape. You can come to believe the false reality they've constructed to control you, that 
you need them and they need you. You're nothing without them and no one else cares. These lies can chip larger and larger blocks from your identity and your self-worth, tying you even more tightly to the relationship. So let's talk about breaking the bond, right? People who experienced abuse in childhood often feel drawn to similar relationships in adulthood. Since the brain already recognizes the highs and lows of the cycle, a history of trauma can make it even harder to break trauma bonds, but you can learn to stop this cycle, and these tips can help. Know what you're dealing with. Recognizing the existence of the bond is an important first step. When it comes to abuse, of course, this is often easier said than done. To find evidence for abuse and recognize signs of trauma bonding, here are some things to try. Keep a journal. Writing down things that happen each day can help you begin to identify patterns and notice problems with behavior that may not have seemed abusive in the moment. When abuse does happen, note what happened and whether your partner or your friend or person in question said anything afterward to excuse it. Consider the relationship from another perspective. Pretend you're reading about your relationship in a book. I know it sounds weird. It's often easier to examine negative events when you have some level of detachment. Pay attention to the small details that make you uncomfortable or give you pause. Do they feel healthy to you? Talk to loved ones. It's not easy to open up about abuse. Trust me, I know. Maybe you got angry or brushed off friends and family when they expressed concern in the past. Yet loved ones can offer essential perspectives. Challenge yourself to listen and make a real effort to consider the accuracy of their observations. And friend, avoid self-blame. Believing you caused the abuse, brought it on yourself, can make it harder to exercise your autonomy, effectively keeping you in this relationship. Remind yourself that abuse is never your fault, no matter what you may or may not have done. How deeply you feel, how deeply you fear, and how many times you have already gone back. You do deserve better. Replacing self-criticism and blame with affirmations and positive self-talk can help this truth begin to take hold. Cut off contact. Once you make the decision to leave, disrupt the cycle completely by stopping all communication. And if you co-parent, this might not be possible, but a therapist can help you establish healthy plans to maintain only necessary contact. Create physical distance by finding a safe place to stay. If you can't do that, block them completely. They might get through with a new number, but ignore these messages and calls. 
They might insist they'll change, go to therapy, do anything as long as you'll come back. These promises can seem pretty tempting, but remind yourself, though, of just how many times they've already promised change and get professional help. While you can take action to begin weakening the trauma bond on your own, these bonds tend to hold fast. So you might not find it easy to break free without the professional support. And that's absolutely normal. A therapist can teach you the patterns of abuse that drive trauma bonding. And this insight can often provide a lot of clarity. You can explore factors fueling the bond. You can work on how to set boundaries, learn skills for building healthy relationships, confront self-criticism and self-blame, and develop a self-care plan. So if you want to find a therapist, I will have a link in the show notes that will help you find a therapist. And until next time, share, share Share your story and stay in the light. It will help you, friends. Share your story. But remember, our safest place is in the presence of the Lord. And he cares. He loves us. He knows the number of hairs on our head. And if he's that concerned with us, surely he wants us to communicate with him first. So allow him to begin the healing that you need and to walk with you on your journey. And if you need to reach out to me, please feel free to find me on Instagram and DM me at Latanya Miori. And until next time, stay in the light. Talk to you next time, friends. Bye-bye. Hi, friend, and thank you for sticking around until the end. Listen, if you are enjoying the Miracles Podcast, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Also, subscribe to the podcast so that you can get updates and notifications as to when a new episode is released. Also, if you're on Instagram, you can find me at Latanya Miori. And until next time, stay in the light and share your story. All right, bye-bye.